0: Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, September 6, 2019. On this report, I will be talking about the National Suicide Data Report issued last Monday, Monday of this week, by the Department of Veterans Affairs. There've been a lot of rumors circulating in the veteran communities concerning suicide and the shocking number of 22 suicides per day. Has gotten people's attention so I decided to look into this report and see if I could determine what its conclusions actually were. The VA now says that the average daily number of veteran suicides has always included deaths of active duty service members and members of the National Guard and Reserve, not just veterans. The new report includes data from 2005 through 2015. Much of the reported The information is basically the same as two years ago when statistics were reported through 2014. In a nutshell, the report concluded that the suicide rate among veterans is much higher than that of the general population, at least 50% higher. According to the report, an average of more than 20 veterans every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, commit suicide. This report, unlike the first one, breaks down the numbers into categories. The actual number is 20.6 per day, of which 16.8 were veterans and 3.8 were active duty service members, National Guard and reservists. That all adds up to 6,132 veterans, 1,387 service members who die by suicide in one year. That's shocking, sad, it's horrible. Whatever emotional reaction you wish to assign to it, the total number of around 7,500 per year would certainly outrage and concern us if the actual wartime casualty numbers were that high. In other words, we have not had that many people killed in any single year of the long, never-ending desert wars, my guess is It approaches the total number killed in all the desert wars combined each and every year. The VA seems to be trying to portray the numbers as a public health issue, which should come to the attention of public health agencies as well as the VA. The message that the VA is sending is that it's not just the job of the VA to reduce these numbers. It's everyone's job. The LA Times reported that although veteran suicides were 50% higher, then the general population, the numbers of those suicides who never deployed to the Desert Wars was slightly higher than those who did. That would suggest that there is more involved than just the trauma of the Desert Wars when a veteran decides to take his own life. The VA, I'm sure, did its best to convey accurate information in this report, but it was long on numbers short on solutions. Perhaps that is because There's only one solution that is never tried, can never be tried, can never be discussed. And that solution is the elephant in the room. The elephant is American foreign policy in general. It's never-ending wars in particular. Stop fighting. Come home. Mind your own business. That's a possible answer that could perhaps help. Veterans who fought the world wars knew that when the enemy was defeated, the war would be won. They could then go home. They also had the purpose of preserving their nation from a people group who not only had the intent, but the ability to destroy it. In today's wars, the veterans have no such knowledge, no such clear purpose, no such hope. They go, they fight, they come home and they go again. No hope that it will ever end, the concept of victory. We won, the war's over. Now let's have our ticker tape parade and go back to our lives. That never even occurs to our leaders. The cost of war, if the wars were stopped, could pay for a lot of treatment for depressed veterans. Much easier, though. So much cheaper just to give them pills. The pills are a political approach to a problem that has a much deeper psychological meaning. The president has decided that medication is the best approach because he announced Wednesday of this week he was ordering the Department of Defense to buy, quote, a ton, end quote, of spravado because he is concerned about the veterans. Spravato is a drug just approved by the FDA, approved with a black box warning, which is the strongest required warning on drugs for uh, side effects. Some of these side effects listed are, number one, sedation which means sleepiness, trouble thinking clearly, which can make it unsafe to drive. Number two, disassociation, which means you feel disassociated from time and space, your own body and your own mind. Number three, misuse, which means it is a controlled substance, only available when prescribed, and it is highly addictive, unwise for people with addictive histories. Number four, Suicidal thoughts and behavior, which means it may increase the risk of suicide. Yes, that's right, folks. I'm serious. Like most drugs prescribed for depression, Provado can actually cause the very thing it's prescribed to prevent. It normally comes as a nasal spray and is used in conjunction with another oral antidepressant. Provado is made by Johnson & Johnson, perhaps the biggest and richest drug company in the world. The Department of Defense is going to buy a ton of it. Doctors will start dispensing it immediately to depressed veterans. My prediction is that suicides and other violent acts by those taking this medication will actually increase as a result. I'm not being critical of the president because I am a conservative and therefore I need to signal my virtue to the never-Trumpers. No, I'm just saying that Spravato is a new drug. No one knows the long-term effects, but if past performance of antidepressants is an indicator, I expect the results of use to be bad. Let's look for a moment at what the VA Mental Health Department is saying about all this. They say, quote, sometimes life's challenges can feel overwhelming, like there's no way things can get better. When things feel unbearable or if you're having thoughts of ending your own life, Support is available. VA offers a number of programs and resources for veterans and their loved ones, friends, and health care providers, end quote. Under the topic of know the warning signs, we find the following note. Hopeless, feeling like there's no way out, anxiety, agitation, sleeplessness, or mood swings, feeling like there's no reason to live, rage, or anger, engaging in risky activities without thinking. Increasing alcohol or drug use, withdrawing from family and friends. Those are warning signs, folks. Under the topic of, quote, the presence of the following signs requires immediate attention, we find this thinking about hurting or killing yourself, looking for ways to kill yourself, talking about death, dying, or suicide, self destructive behavior such as drug misuse, carelessly handling weapons, etc. If you are a veteran, in your life is feeling depressed, anxious, hopeless, or as if life has no purpose, but is not in immediate danger, we encourage you to call or contact us. End quote. So, we write reports, we theorize, we have programs, we prescribe drugs, we talk, but we don't take a hard look at what actually causes the problems that lead to self-destruction, There are too many wars which have no end, requiring some veterans to deploy six or seven times. This is very destructive of family life, makes it difficult, if not impossible, to hold on to a family in a normal sense. These are patriotic people. By definition, they undoubtedly join the military to serve and protect their country and their way of life of its people, but what they sometimes see is completely different. They are witness to the deaths of many, many people, including many civilians, including many children. They wonder why. Why is all this necessary? Perhaps they come home to realize that some of the things they've seen, they will never be able to unsee. The government is willing to try just about anything to help them except stop the wars. That cannot be done for reasons we all know about. The foreign policy of the United States is all fouled up. It's fouled up and it looks as if it will stay that way. President Trump talked about withdrawal from Afghanistan but was quickly told, no, that could not happen. He's doing something he probably thinks will actually help. That is ordering massive amounts of antidepressants. Does he ask himself why veterans are so depressed? I don't know if he does or not. I do know that war drains, one of joy, takes away the joy and causes an endless struggle to regain the joy of living. It also causes its veterans to struggle to adapt to civilian life, and many are unable to do so. It inflicts permanent, incurable, unerasable scars on the human mind. I want to leave you with two actual stories of two actual veterans who left these stories on the website, taskandpurpose.com. I will produce them exactly as written. Quote, I am a parent of the Iraq and Afghanistan war. He served six combat tours. He took his life on April 10, 2019. Staff Sergeant Patton was well decorated. He passed the Green Beret course. He left the Army. After the untimely death of his father, he attended Sam Houston State University. He had a 3.5 GPA pursuing dual degrees in accounting and computer programming. He was my only child. Why was my only child sent to combat MOS infantry six times? Why did he not receive proper mental health treatment and medical care? I know of another mother whose son took his life a month prior to my son. This is an epidemic. Face the truth that our military is broken, not taking care of our veterans, end quote. In response to this dear lady's comment, a gentleman replied, quote, because your son decided, chose to become an infantryman, He chose to go to special forces. I did too. I went four times, that is the job. I have a friend who stayed in longer, went seven times. It is what it is. Mental health has and is available for all servicemen. The thing is, if he doesn't choose to seek that help, there's nothing the Army can do about it. I lost one of my men to suicide. No one saw it coming. He never reached out. It hurts to this day. I'm deeply sorry for the loss of your son. But blaming the military won't change anything. Yes, some senior command elements turn up their nose at mental health. They are dinosaurs. And on their way out, there's no room for that idiocy in the military. Not anymore. The fact remains, though. The best way we can help each other and our extended military family is by encouraging each other to talk, if not to a professional, then to their loved ones, end quote. Finally, folks. All this talk by various government agencies are just excuses. They search for simple, cheap solutions that are right in front of their eyes, but they ignore the elephant in the room. You find yourself in a hole. Stop digging. Right now, we're in a hole. We can, we can and should treat the past victims of war like people, not just like collateral damage. But we should also prevent future victims by changing our policy. It's not really that complicated. But any candidate who even mentions it is quickly ushered off the stage. It's time, past time, to reassess the wars, the damage they're causing to us and to them. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Darrell Castle. Thanks for listening.